Clinton is a bit of a holy fool, showing himself as a complicated, fallible person, that we might forgive and heal the complicated, fallible people that we are. This is a book about the subtleties of truth and how we got to be such liars, in word and deed, and by thinking with forked minds. In his great poem, An Ode on the Intimations of Immortality, William Wordsworth described the loss of innocence. From our infancy, when we are trailing clouds of glory, and as young children we're still open to the beauties around us. But as we grow old, the prison house of custom closes in, the color fades, and life becomes drab. Radical honesty describes how we move from sensory awareness in the womb and the vivid experience of early childhood to the ever more abstract world of the mind with its worry, interpretation, beliefs, fantasy. The ocean of experience becomes the sea of suggestion. In an outrageous passage entitled The Truth About Why I Wrote This Book, the author shares his fantasy that someday people will talk about him as he and his wife Amy talk about Friedrich Nietzsche. Stranger things have happened. Maybe radical honesty will become a generic term, a valuable addition to the toolbox of psychotherapy. It can't be too soon. Marilyn Ferguson Author's Preface to the First Edition This book is now being published by Dell, but first I published it myself. Before I decided to self-publish, I submitted the manuscript of this book to many agents and publishers. It was accepted for representation and publication several times, under the condition that they could tell me how to rewrite it. They would have all the power to save what was in it, and they would keep most of the money made from it. From their point of view, I was lucky they would even consider taking me on to straighten me out. In their opinion, this book didn't meet the standards of the publishing industry. As many agents and publishers have told me, this book is flawed. I quote too many people, and the quotes are too long. I mix literature with essay. I should decide whether I'm writing a psychological self-help book or a socio-political commentary. They are two different things. I say bullshit. They are not. They are intimately related. Nevertheless, I am really grateful to the agents, editors, and friends who taught me so much about writing these past five years. I spent almost two years writing proposals for publishing companies in which I had to say what this book was about, and that helped me enormously. It also helped me get clear about who I am and what I have to say, and how I want to say it differently than I am supposed to. This book is a hodgepodge of historical sociological essay, adventure stories, personal stories, advice column advice, how to do it manual, poetry, and psychological theory and practice. This is a self-help book for a world of human beings who are on the brink of destruction or rebirth. There's not only something wrong with this book, there's something wrong with me. I cuss too much. I'm unprofessional, both as a psychotherapist and as a writer. I am an anti-moralism moralist, and I write righteously indignant diatribes against righteous indignation. I contradict myself. I have great ideas and a lot to say, but I'm not much of a writer. I don't learn to control myself and do what is required. Unfortunately or fortunately, this mess is the heart of what I have to offer to the world. I'm really a kind of pathetic person, careening down the road of life, battered between pillar and post, bouncing from God knows I'm sorry to fuck them if they can't take a joke. 
I was a lower-class boy who made it big in the middle-class world. I am not impressed with either one of these provincial states of mind. I don't have much respect for other cultures, either. Bullshit abounds everywhere the world over, as far as I can tell. When I am in Rome, I do not want to do as the goddamn Romans do, because they're just as fucked up as I am, or worse. The same for anywhere else, and the same for the publishing industry in particular. I am good at mixing worlds and then unmixing them again, but differently. I love learning, even though I'm a slob about it. I consume information from many sources. I keep what seems to be nourishing and life-sustaining and useful from conversations with people, spit out what I can't use, and share whatever I come up with in other conversations with other people. I am a translator across barriers of feeling and thought. I'm a transliterator of meaning from one language to another, from subculture to subculture, culture to culture, Eastern world to Western world.